Welcome to a Second Look Podcast. This is episode 6, I believe. Uh, sorry for a little delay there. I uh, I got nothing. I got no no excuse. I'd like to say I've just, like other people in other podcasts say, Oh, I've just been so busy. I've been so busy. <laughs> uh, that's not my case. You know. Sometimes I like to just relax, have some downtime, and uh, that could be my detriment sometimes for weddings, is editing I'll like put off for a couple days. Um, yeah, so anyway, good to be back. Um, anyway, I, I highly doubt anyone was waiting for me anyway to, <laughs> to do a show. It's not like I have uh, any followers. Uh, you know what? In fact, I do. I got my first email of somebody that just said they listened to the, to the sh- show, I guess you call it, to the, you know, whatever. Uh, so, it was nice guy, friendly guy, um, sent me a video of his um, first or second year shooting. And he sent me about a nine-minute video. And so, thanks a lot, Mark. I appreciate it, Mark. Thanks for your email. And I went through your video, and I'll I'll give a quick critique of it, um, because it's a podcast, so you, you can't really do a video critique too much about you know on the audio podcast. But no, thanks. Um, I watched it and it was awesome. Great job. Um, I liked the flow. That was mainly the cool part of it. There was only one spot in the middle where it went to black and came up from black and something you know it was a big change which was fine um but it had a few seconds of um kind of like an awkward silence or moment so to speak and um you were kind of you know wondering what's going on but um i love the pacing of it i mean for a nine minute video it did keep my attention so that itself is a major win (laughs) Um, some of the cons I noticed on the footage, um, not big deal, little, little baby stuff, but I hope this just helps you. Um, I'm just gonna go real quick through this since, you know, if other people are listening, they're probably like, what, what's going on? Um, I'm just critiquing a video, um, but I don't know if I should share it or anything on the, in the description. Um, cause I don't believe he mentioned that. So anyway. I'll just talk real quick, but the footage was good. It's awesome. Um, I don't know what kind of stabilization you have, but I, that was the first thing I noticed was um, stabilization. You could either get a gimbal or a monopod um, or a camera with in-body in stabilization. I don't know what you have, and it wasn't bad. I definitely don't want it to you to get bummed out at all about about the the video it, it really was great um but it was shaky a lot of shaky footage and some of it was like okay shaky you know like the little bit of kind of movement 
and it was and it was fine it was like um but some of it was a little too shaky for you know i I, for me for me so yeah um i don't know what you use or anything um but yeah you could maybe stabilize your footage and post even with a warp stabilizer um but but definitely you know your best bet would be to you know shoot shoot as you would want it to look not let you know do all this work and post especially since warp stabilizer um you know it takes forever to render so yeah get a monopod or maybe a, a gimbal and uh, i got uh cool news about a gimbal that i got i'll tell you about later um i noticed on the ceremony footage of the bride talking your audio was panned to the left side only um and i know it's youtube's a link you sent me so unfortunately it's not like vimeo where you can just replace the video and your link isn't broken you know with youtube you kind of just got to delete your video and re-upload and so i don't know if you want to do that but anyway that's a fix that would be important for sure um i think i noticed it twice and i think it was only on the uh the bride's mic um i believe pretty pretty sure Anyway, just center center that beast and uh, you know re, re re-export it just for future because it's uh, it was it was notice noticeable. Um, your LUTs are cool. Your your colors are okay. Uh, I think it was a little heavy on the grading slightly, but if that's your style, hey, who am I to judge? Cool, I dig it. But that was my initial thing was. It reminded me of like something I did at the beginning where I did use my LUTs a little too heavy or I color graded too heavy. And um, I don't know. Sometimes some shots seemed that heavy. Other Others didn't, though, so don't, don't hate me. <laughs> uh, sometimes they just looked heavy, but not, not all of them. Uh, and your white balance was off for outdoors. Um, I don't know if you had it. Um, just didn't have time to change it, but... Um, it, your out your white balance seemed to be definitely way too cool for your outdoor shots some of the outdoor shots some of them were perfect um so anyway those are the negatives but you know there's some good stuff too your storytelling was really cool and you're cutting to the different toasts and you know what i liked the most was you, you put b-roll over the toasts that they were speaking about so if some guy was talking about oh my daughter is I forget the details, but you know, my daughter, you know, read this beautiful letter and you know, you cut to like her reading a letter. Like that was cool. I didn't, you know, as a viewer, you didn't have to figure it out. You know, it's all, it's telling the story for you. So it was cool. It was really cool. Your editing for based, you know, on what they're talking about was really, you could tell you thought it through and your, your candid shots were great. Just shots of people hanging out and goofing around cool candid shots love them love them and i love that last song you chose first one's great too but that last one i really shit i would use it <laughs> um yeah maybe you could email me and let me know what song that was because i really liked it i don't know where you got it but great music choice so anyway quick critique of mark's video and email he sent me um sorry to tell sorry for you others because you're not watching it so it's kind of hard to do that but i told him i think in the email that i would on the next podcast tell him about it so anyway thanks again mark appreciate it keep it up you're kicking ass for your second year that was like really good anyway 
So I have been, um, I guess I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on. I don't know. So I, I got in a car wreck. I dealt with that for about the past three months. That was pretty annoying. Dealt with repairing my car. Dealt with selling a car, buying a new car. Just car drama. I don't know about you guys, but dude, used car buying and used car selling, I can't, is worse than hell. If there's a hell, that's it. It's like, first thing you see in hell is a used car salesman coming up to you to shake your hand. You know, I hate to say it, but the stereotype is so true. I mean, it's just, oh my gosh, it's, it is literally torture dealing with those guys. And, and I just had a nightmare scenario buying my new car, my new used car, whatever, or my used new car. You know what I mean? Anyway, had that. I also want to talk about, like, uh, depression. So, you know, I was going to talk about, I didn't have it planned out really, but I just want to just kind of just spitball about what it's like to film weddings with depression. And I'm not the only one out there, that's for sure. Um, yeah, so I have, I have depression and, and, uh, severe anxiety and OCD. Um, all three equally severe or chronic, you could say, um, you know, ruins my life for the most part. Um, I can fake it. I'm pretty good at kind of just putting on the smile and stuff during the day. But by the end of the day, I'm actually more exhausted from faking it than I am like uh actually working hard uh, it, it is a tiring job for sure but i think my exhaustion at the end of the day ironically is that i just can't wait to go home and just curl up in a ball and just be and lay in bed and just be alone <laughs> and not smile at all and just have sad face on for like a full day uh it's maybe something unfortunately only people other people with depression understand you know you to recharge those those batteries so to speak um especially in social situations like a wedding because pretty much you know for 12 hours you're just hey how's it going oh hey hey how you doing oh yeah hey. it's exhausting i mean and and and, and just just lift, lifting a cheek to say hello when you have a real bad bout of depression, it, it is brutal. Um, so, you know, I give props to those out there that are filming weddings that are like me. And they do have depression. And if they're on medication and stuff, that's cool. They can uh, kind of maybe help, help them cope with it. Unfortunately for me, the medicine doesn't work at all. Like zero. 16% of people... Uh, don't react to SSRI depression medication and unfortunately I'm one of those dudes so I don't mean to bum your bum you out with this show but it's really important you know with filming weddings and it's something nobody ever talks about not that it's taboo or anything but I think people are just too caught up in what they're doing and excited about what they're doing and stuff and I kind of like the psychology of filming weddings and 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 philosophy too uh that might be cool something cool to get into you know why are we doing what we're doing are we doing what what are 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 what we doing 
is valuable at all? Is it valuable? Is it meaningful? Does it actually mean anything? You know, I, we like to think it does. Um, but in the bigger picture, I'm not so sure. Um, anyway, and it's part of, it's like any other job, you know, a lot of times it's not, anyway, I don't want to go there. <laughs> it's just <laughs> with depression, you seem to kind of do the gloom is doom, you know, gloom and doom thing. And you really do think a lot about that stuff. Like, am I really making a difference in the world? You know, you, you make couples happy and that's great, but it's short lived and I think I'm just a little bit more of a realist in that regard. But I do know that there is value to the moments that we give them where they relive their day and that's awesome. But it would be dishonest, I think, to say that it, it begins and ends there, you know. Anyway, not to go on rant like that, but it's a... I just wanted to give props to other filmmakers out there that uh, have depression. And and it's really not only filming a wedding hard, customer service, you know, technical working all the day, you know, planning out the timeline of the day, working with a photographer, dealing with hot sun. (laughs) I should do an episode of just that, just dealing with the 100-degree weather and how torturous that is because a lot of my weddings are outside and you're just baking in the sun. Um and all that's brutal but on top of all that is the nice yummy cherry of depression to keep you uh nice and you know meh (laughs) and it's uh it's really hard sometimes so props to all y'all out there that have mental health problems to some degree or the or another and i have a feeling that percentage is a whole lot larger than people like to realize or think and I think people like me definitely recognize you know that that number those numbers are way higher so I should actually dedicate a whole episode to something like mental health and filming weddings there could be a lot of information there to to try to motivate you guys and also make you not feel so alone Uh, because it definitely feels alone when you're filming a wedding and everyone's all happy drinking and dancing, you know, because they're with their friends and family and it's, it's not work for them. But for me, it's like I feel alone because I literally get kind of, most of the time you are alone as far as knowing anybody. I mean, you're usually at a wedding as a stranger. Nobody knows you. <laughs> and that alone is kind of a a feeling that fosters depression to rear its ugly head and just be like hey guess what you're all alone in this world and your little dark brain of yours (laughs) you know the little black cloud comes rolling in but anyway yeah 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 i should do a show just about that that's important because there's all kinds of mental health issues out there that people have and we would be naive to not acknowledge that and recognize that and talk about that so yeah anyway so yeah what else we got going on um at a wedding where it was two brides 
and I only booked them online. Um, so I never even, I think I didn't even stock them, stock them online. I think I just didn't, I was, I don't know, too busy or I just didn't care. You know, sometimes I stock, stock them other times. I just don't care, you know, what they, what they look like. Anyway, this one I went to <laughs> recently was, I had no clue who it was and I, um, I saw them. And I, well, I forget the details of it. Sorry, it's a bad story. I'm a bad storyteller, so I'll keep it short. Anyway, it was two brides that looked exactly the same, and they didn't tell me. <laughs> and all day long, I'm, I'm going, hey, uh, Sally, hey, Sally, how's it going? She's like, no, I'm the sister. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, alrighty, I'll see you in about five minutes, there, sister. <laughs> Oh, it was so annoying because the rest of the day I'm just I'm like, hey Sally, what's up? She's like, nope. I'm like, how do you like? Why would you not warn me about that? You know, when you hired me. Oh yeah, I have a twin sister that looks exactly like me. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if you guys have ever had that, but dude, it was it was brutal because it was it was funny slash you know so frustrating. I mean, because they just looked just a hundred percent identical. <laughs> Uh, so that was a funny, funny episode recently. Um, I got to do my first, well, I shouldn't say my first. I got to do a destination-ish wedding. I don't know how far you should tr- travel in order to be considered a destination wedding. I know a lot of rock star videographers out there do what you can only refer to as a destination wedding. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're on an island in the ocean somewhere you know and it's just them and the couple and 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 just some local farmer guy that's like guiding them like that it's a destination wedding but for me and my little local pea brain um seven hours was a pretty pretty cool destination to go to and film a wedding and it was awesome and it was cool uh, nothing too special that I can, you know, promote on my website. I don't want to promote the, uh, being a destination guy anyway. Not something I'll ever be interested in. I know a lot of people are, and that's great, but man, what a nightmare. I I don't even want to drive three hours to go visit, you know, my sisters for Christmas and <laughs> stuff. Much less, you know, fly on a plane for 20 hours to Australia or whatever. So it's just not in me. So to me, seven-hour drive was a big deal, you know. But they paid for it, and they were really cool about that. And it was a referral, so they had a total confidence in me. And the wedding went great. Um, although one mistake I made... Sorry, I'm kind of just all over the place, but that's what this show is going to be about. Um, I made a bit. I made a mistake... I don't know why I did this, especially in my fifth year. Um, I I I signed the contract with the mother, um, the the mother of the bride, and I don't know why I did that or what was the scenario. I know my communication was with her mostly, but somehow I got kind of sucked into her being 
she was kind of just really forward. You know, she was okay, I guess, but she was really forceful about everything. So it's kind of kind of annoying, you know, because <laughs> I'm kind of like a uh, a cat. You can't round me up. I'm kind of a rogue that way. So if someone's telling me something to do or whatever, I get a little bit, uh, you know, <laughs> stubborn. <laughs> but that's kind of why I like this job. So when a mother of the bride is emailing me, I want you to do this, I want you to do that. I think I just was like, okay, yeah, sure, here's the contract, sign it, let's, you know, bye. And so it bit me in the butt a little bit because she started to make these um, demands and requirements and requests after after the wedding. And she liked everything I did, but she was, re she was really high maintenance. She's probably been the most high maintenance person I've had in about three years. And... I don't know if that has to do with it's the mother and she was entitled and she probably paid for it so she felt entitled to just control me and or do whatever she you know you know do this do that I I want this what about that but I regretted it the whole time you know every time I communicated with her I was just like oh man but the couple was really awesome and they appreciated it and made a great gave me a great great reviews and stuff so that was cool yeah. Um, but to go to, so anyway, let's, um, to go to some gear talk, I, I, I bought this thing, man. I love it. So I'm really inspired by p people like Philip White and like, uh, Adam Wing. Yeah, they're UK guys and no reason behind that. They just happen to be, you know, from the UK, but they, uh, specifically have a, a workflow, I guess you could call it, where their whole theme is being minimalistic and I have really been inspired by that and I've minimized my gear this year and I've already kicked major ass over that um I've just been killing it I mean man I can't believe it like for the first four years of my career I guess you could say I've done a, like I would have like maybe four cameras you know I'd have three tripods and, and two monopods or whatever, like extra lenses, you know, five lenses, six lenses, bags, heavy-ass bags carrying around. My back's killing me at the end of the night. And, I mean, it wasn't an insane amount, but it was it was a lot. I mean, to the point where you couldn't even carry the bag sometimes. Sometimes I'd have to have me and my assistant or second shooter help me carry the bag. <laughs> we would each have, like, a handle on each side. Um, so that was funny. But... Anyway, I've been really inspired by people like Adam Wing. If you if you um feel like checking him out, please do. I mean, this dude is awesome. Um just he's got a YouTube channel. Um and just shooting minimum has been so fun. So, long story short or short story long, I guess. <laughs> um I replaced my third camera. I sold my fourth camera. I had a Panasonic G85 as my fourth camera as a wide shot in the back. Sold that because I'm all Sony. And I've been all Sony. I just bought a Panasonic because I got a great Black Friday deal. Um, so I sold that. And then I ended up selling my third camera, which was a Sony A6500. Um... 
and I took the risk because now I have two cameras and I bought for my replacement of my third camera a DJI Osmo Pocket. It's this little tiny handheld gimbal camera the size of like a Snickers bar. Really, really fun though. It shoots 4K at 60 frames a second. It's got Cine-like D picture profiles. Um, you know, you can do manual exposure. And it's all just touchscreen on this little tiny, tiny, tiny one-inch screen. And you just... It's either my wide shot for my ceremonies. I use it as a wide shot for, like, the photo session stuff. Uh, I use it as a gimbal for, like, first dances. And I just walk around him and all I have is this little thing on me I used it for the first time just last Saturday like three days ago four days ago whatever it is and it was awesome and I did a motion lapse this thing does motion lapse so it does regular time lapse but it also does motion lapse and I'm getting a lot of requests for that um or not requests but on the questionnaire a lot of brides are just saying that that's something they really liked in my videos I don't know. I like to do them, I guess. Because <laughs> while I'm doing other shots, I can have the other camera, you know, filming a time lapse. So, but this gimbal does a time lapse, but yet you can program it to be on one side of the sky. And then at the end of 30 minutes or, you know, whatever times you program it, it's already physically panned left and maybe tilt down a little bit on the other end of the sky or, or or it shoots towards you know some trees or a mountain or something anyway it's awesome so i recommend you check it out i think it's officially my third camera slash gimbal replacement and it's weighs oh, like a third of a pound it weighs it's tiny it's literally the size of a candy bar and it boots up in five seconds shoots 4k at 60 and all that good stuff like so i think that's gonna be my thing and now I've, I've I've gone down to three lenses and two bodies that's it I even bought a smaller backpack and it's a perfect size backpack it's really small but it fits my two cameras and my three lenses and my gimbal all in there and I'm down to just two tripods and a monopod I sold um, my slider like a year ago and I sold my Zion crane 2 gimbal this big big thing which is they're cool but for weddings no go it was not working for me too much time to set up too heavy too cumbersome uh, everything so anyway i like my osmo pocket some people might not you know think it's pro enough but it is you just have to spend a little bit extra time on the on the color grading you know to match the sony's but it's worth it the, the, the motion lapse itself is worth it and the time lapse functions I mean they don't have functions like that in a in a Sony a7 II or a a7s2 or a7 III whatever or a GH5 doesn't even have that so anyway yeah that was that that was that was kind of pretty you know it was fun I had lots of fun this weekend trying out that camera this weekend too I kind of realized and it sounds man there's no way to say this without sounding 
egotistical or whatever because I'm but I swear I'm not it was just the first weekend where I could I, I noticed that I was helping the photographer out more than they were helping me and she was kind of new ish I don't real I don't know how new but I was I noticed all day I kind of took the lead is all I'm saying and if she's newish fine that's cool but it, it it was really cool to exercise some of those some of the knowledge that I've acquired in five years that um I, I, I was noticing this weekend that it was it was just great you know it's kind of like cool I could exercise this and that and this and that and and she was really friendly about it too if I was like hey let's go over here for first look you know like and she because she wanted to do it like in the you know the the blaring sun you know in a field or something I was like let's go over here in the in the shade where it does whatever and, you know we'd go to the shade shaded area for first look and she'd be like oh you're so right like these yeah the the light's so much softer here like she so like I don't know maybe she was mega new <laughs> any anyway, anyway it was just nice to kind of realize I'm finally to a point where I can you know feel a little confident which is good because I don't have any self-esteem thanks to depression getting back to the mental health you know it humbles your ass pretty quick having depression <laughs> so even if you do know a lot you're kind of always in this hum humble state of you know I'm not good enough and um, this weekend was a lot of fun because I had a really friendly photographer that was open to my ideas and so I could, I just kind of directed a whole lot more than I usually do. And it was lots of fun to know that, you know, oh, okay, I got some of those skills. <laughs> and yeah, so that's about it. A little bit, a little ramble. I, I, I'll, I'll try really hard to keep up with the podcasts. Um, thanks again, Mark, for your email. I mean, that was, that was, I really appreciate it. Um, because I don't even know how many people are listening to this. I, I don't, I don't geek out too much on the, you know, seeing how many people download it or listen to it, and I don't uh, promote anything on this thing. I'm not going to tell you to contribute to some Patreon of mine or anything. It's This is all just for fun for me. So that's good at least. I'll, I feel free. I don't have to, like, cow down to anybody or anything or any sponsorships or any crap like that so anyway thanks again uh, I know I rambled and went all over the place but hey that's what this is all about uh, I did want to talk about money I did forget and uh, I'll, I'll make that the next episode I listened to a couple a couple podcasts where they talked about money and I, I couldn't disagree more <laughs> um, I'm not going to call them out but I've yeah, it was about two or three different podcasts about wedding videography. And they couldn't be more wrong about everything. Um, so, yeah, I think I want to get into that. And I'm not saying I'm genius, but when it comes to that department, um, I have killed and always will kill. And so maybe I should uh, kind of just talk about it. I mean, I'm not a genius, but... I just can't believe that some of these people were, um, they, they literally make six figures a year 
but they're broke. I just can't get over it. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'll do that on the next episode. So stay tuned, and I'll rant about that next time around. So thanks a lot, thanks a lot for listening. Um, you can send an email if you want to secondlookpodcast at gmail.com. That's secondlookpodcast at gmail.com. All right, everybody. You have yourself a good day. Later. Walls and